Welcome to episode number 272, Mental Well-Being. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle Brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe and Heck. Mental well-being. In this episode, the crew talks about their view on mental health. We cover topics that range from our belief system, perspective, environment, our mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Maya Angelou and Norman Dale Carnegie. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. It's a fantastic topic, mental well-being. Before we get started, uh, we want to put a disclaimer, a very important disclaimer out there. This content is not professional advice. I repeat, this content is not professional advice. If you are in need of mental health help and or assistance of any kind, please seek professional counsel. The ideas and topics discussed are only superficial in context and are not all-encompassing and are extremely generalized to simply begin the important conversation and discussion of mental health. I repeat, if you are in need of mental health help and or assistance of any kind, please seek professional counsel. Okay, with that said, gentlemen, uh, we're going to jump right into it. Um, Mental well-being, obvious and very obvious, uh, uh, important uh, topic to discuss all right, so I found a article um, that I found uh, to be. It, it hits obviously very general, the very general topic of uh, five steps to mental well-being. Yeah. Uh, again, this is not you know meant for to be quote professional advice by any means. Um, just very superficial. Get the cu- get the uh, discussion going um, and and normalize having these. Uh, healthy conversations about very important topics. It's called Five Steps to Mental Well-Being. Um, and I got this from livingwell.org.au. Um, and it says, scientific evidence points to five steps that we can take to improve our mental well-being. If you give them a try, you may feel happier, more positive, and able to get the most from your life. Your mental health is important. Some mental illnesses, such as depression and anxiety, are common. If you have such an illness, it's important to get the right treatment. However, there's more good mental health than avoiding. However, there's more to good mental health than avoiding or treating mental illness. There's also positive mental well-being. The article explains what is mental well-being, well-being in society, the five steps to mental well-being, and why is mental well-being important. Building up your well-being is important because we all want to feel good, both about ourselves and about the world around us. We all want to be able to get the most from our lives. However, there is evidence that good mental health well-being is not only about feeling good, but it's also important for our physical health and for helping us achieve the goals we set for ourselves. 
Um, Sarah Stewart Brown, professor of public health at the University of Warwick and a well-being expert, says that when we talk about mental well-being, we mean more than just happiness. It's useful to start with the idea that overall well-being involves both the mind and the body. And we know that physical and mental well-being are closely related. Of course, feeling happy is part of mental well-being, but it is far from the whole. There's a deeper kind of well-being, which is about living in a way that is good for you and good for others around you. Feelings of contentment, enjoyment, confidence, and encouragement with the world are all a part of mental well-being, self-esteem, and self-confidence. So is a feeling that you can do th- so is a feeling that you can do the things you want to do. And so are good relationships which bring joy to you and those around you. Of course, good mental well-being does not mean that you never experience feelings or situations that you find difficult, but it does mean that you can feel you have the resilience to cope when times are tougher than usual. Mental well-being can take many different forms, but a useful description is feeling good and functioning well. Over the last 50 years, many societies across the world become richer. Despite this, evidence from population surveys in which people were asked to rate their own happiness or mental well-being shows that mental well-being has not improved. So we've got more possessions, more money to spend, and are able to take more expensive holidays, but we're not any happier. This suggests that many of the things we often think will improve our mental health do not on their own lead to a lasting improvement in the way we feel about ourselves and our lives. The message is clear. It's time to rethink well-being. Over the last 20 years, new evidence has emerged about what really causes lasting improvements to mental health and well-being. Some of this evidence comes from observational studies in which scientists look at the behavior and well-being of certain sections of the population. Other evidence comes from trials in which scientists take a group of people and ask them to change their behavior or participate in a treatment or other intervention, such as an exercise program, and then watch what happens to their well-being. To obtain evidence on well-being, scientists have to find ways to measure it. Often, scientists measure well-being using a series of questions that ask people how they feel about themselves, their lives, and the world around them. Many factors influence our well-being. Evidence shows that the actions we take and the way we think have the biggest impact on well-being. It can help to think about being well as something you do rather than something you are. The more you put in, the more you are likely to get out. The first thing you can do for your own well-being is become curious about it, says Professor Stuart Brown. Start to think about what you have done in the past to promote mental well-being and whether it worked. Then think about the new things you can try and remember, no one can give well-being to you. It's you who has to take action. So we'll jump into how uh, I, I stumbled upon this um, article, and it was the five steps of well-being. Evidence suggests that there are five steps we can all take to improve our mental well-being. If you approach these steps with an open mind and genuinely give them a try, you can judge the results for yourself. Five steps are below. Connect. Connect with the people around you. Be active. You don't have to go to the gym, but take a walk. Go cycling or play a football game. Keep learning. Learning new skills can give you a sense of achievement and a new confidence. Give to others. 
Even the smallest act can count, whether it's a smile and a thank you or a kind word. And take notice. Be more aware of the present moment, including, including your feelings and thoughts, your body, and the world around you. All right, so that was a fantastic uh, uh, article, and we will obviously take a deeper dive into each of the five steps to mental well-being of each. Um, you know, uh, shout out to livingwell.org.au for that. And again, guys, as you can know, as you can tell, this very general information, um, and we're just scratching the surface. So, um, but let's just talk to the crew about the five steps, right? So, for the crew. What are your thoughts on the suggestion of connect? Connect with people around you, your family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors. Spend time developing these relationships. So what are your thoughts on connect? Well, I mean, kind of going back to stuff we talk about in general, you always have need a good support system no matter what. It's like, and, you know, no matter what you're going through, like you need, even if you don't say much, like just sometimes being around other people, can make you like at least put you in a better you know mindset or whatever even if you're not like really talking it out quote unquote but it's like you can at least have you know just have that interaction that kind of you know helps kind of bring some of like you know i guess maybe the anxiety or whatever you're dealing with currently at least to some at least a a, a, a dealable mo at least in that moment you yeah, know i agree and i think it's important to to also feel that you're not alone yes um Fairly, you know, it's cool to think about it connecting in a very positive way. Wait, we think of like socializing with people yeah. and going to events and going to gatherings and parties, etc. Uh, but it's also important to connect with people, as we said in the beginning. Um, you know, if if you have some, you know, serious thoughts about specific things, seek help. Right, yeah. go seek a true professional counsel, and it's important to make those connections. It's also important as a person or individual to be made available, right? Yeah. You also want to, you don't want to be the friend who constantly just, um, you know, talks without listening, right? Yeah. And so be an active listener, be, mm. be connecting with your friends and your family members around you. Be open to listening to what they have to say and what their input is as well because you never know what people are going through you yeah. truly do not know what every single yeah. individual is going through um you know there's videos out so, there that there's videos out there on youtube that show you know how we get so consumed with our own lives and selfishly have thoughts of you know anger or thoughts of uh you know just just being in a bad mood because of a specific something and then we take it out on individuals who we have no idea what they just experienced yeah. within the last right and so check those videos out heck you're gonna say something yeah, yeah i was gonna say something because i know some people have a hard time expressing themselves as speaking right so don't think of it as you have to speak to someone if you feel comfortable expressing yourself through a text message like mm. if that's the only way because you, you don't know how to ex explain it but in thought in your head you know that's what's going on and you can say it up that way don't feel stuck that you have to speak it out yeah i mean there's social media i'm sure there's people that you could talk to online like on through 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 text messaging or, or messaging apps or whatever the case may be to express on how you feel i mean you don't want to keep that 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 bottled up in you just because you can't express speaking it yeah so you can also express it by texting and and let it be known that way if you need to so, so that you're comfortable and and maybe you might feel more anxious trying to express it to someone like being face to face with them and, and then you might start thinking 
well, how are they going to judge me in this and yeah. third? If you feel comfortable texting, then do it that way. You get frustrated <laughs> that you can't express it properly. Right, Absolutely. right. That's 100% true. I per- personally, I write 10 times better than I, uh, if I were to express a thought just, you know, uh, like off the cuff, is uh, will never, for me personally, I don't think it will ever be as good as if I write it and can sure. fully express it. So, um, so and, that, and that has to do with emotions, right? Sometimes I, my emotions right. take yeah. Um, and, and, um, my communication might not be as clear. Um, awesome. All right. So what are your thoughts on the suggestion of being active? Um, you don't have to go to the gym, take a walk, go cycling or play a football game, find the activity that you enjoy and make it part of your life. So the step of being active, what do you guys think? So like with me, I mean, I mean, being active is like, I'm always going for, and especially in the summertime, spring and fall. Now that it's winter, I'm not going out for a walk as much, but I'm still trying to um, just keep my mind clear, trying to, you know, even go for a ride. Like I go for a ride to, to put my son down for a nap and I just drive. I don't have no music on. I'm just driving with fresh air to clear my mind. And that's just me freshing out my mind because maybe I had like a rough morning or whatever with the kids running around trying to get them together and situated. So I think it is a good thing to um, to stay active, going for walks, whether it's going for a walk or even or even going to uh, when I'm taking my, one of my kids to, to their softball games, like even going out to the field, walking around the field, talking to different people and just clearing your mindset and not staying focused on what may have happened throughout the day or whatever kind of thing. Absolutely. Gabe, what about you? I was saying, we always hear like the, someone's like, oh, you know, and they use specifically the gym, but it's like, you know, stuff like that is like your therapy because that kind of gets out the frustration. That kind of gets you like, at least get the, you know, it kind of clears the mind, whatever, but it kind of gets you going, gets out all the, like the little, whatever, like, like Heck was saying, like the stuff that went on throughout the day, you kind of just work it out physically instead of, you know, yeah. trying, to, trying to like articulate it, you know, you just get it all out and deal with it that way. Honestly, for me, it, I, I agree, and it's it, it's a combination of that. Taking those little breaks, um, everyone knows that um, when when you like, just think of something very basic, like uh, studying for an exam or um, pu- putting a paper together or an assignment. When you're sedentary, right, and you're sitting at that desk or sitting at that table or sitting in one specific area trying to develop the yeah. best possible product, you kind of get jumbled up. And uh, your thoughts kind of, you know, uh, fumble around with each other or you, you draw blocks and, you, you know, the creativeness at one point um, becomes a dead end, so to speak. And everyone knows if you just get up to use the bathroom or get up to yeah. uh, take like a 15 minute break, drink some water, you know, walk around a little bit um, and you come back. It's almost like a reset in yes. your brain and that's yeah. level of looking at things. So when you're going through. Uh, real life situations, uh, being active is very important. And I like that they're saying it's not just necessary. Now, listen, I'm not taking away from uh, going to the gym or anything like that. Fantastic. But what I'm saying is very practical things like in the moment, yeah. step away. Uh, and you yeah. have some you know, specific situation, step away, take a walk to cool off and gather your thoughts. Because like I had mentioned earlier, sometimes I would not pair probably say the best things if i'm in that moment yeah. right uh, so it gives me the time to kind of analyze what i'm experiencing or just to heck i mean you you came over uh earlier today uh to drop something off i forget what the heck it was but um 
I was explaining to you itinerary. Oh, the the printed itinerary. That's right for the podcast. And I was explaining to yeah. him the new music album that came out. Blah, blah blah. But my drives into and from work typically consist of, as I mentioned it all the time here, whether it's a, a podcast, something for self help, personal development, um, you know, uh, my religion and my belief system with uh, Christianity. And it's something like that to kind of prep myself or unwind. But this particular day, I believe I was telling you, heck, it was a Friday. Um, I, I just wanted to wind down and, and music was my therapy for that day. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't always yep. be like, oh, man, I need a motivational talk right now. It's what works for you. And for that moment, for me to unwind, it, I needed music. Um, and, and, and I made that connection. Uh, but in, in that in that sense. That's me, honestly, being active in a mental stance, right? So it right. doesn't have to be active in that physical thing. And I know that's right, what right. that step was intended to. But if you can think of it, um, or, you know, I remember even when studying, like I would, we would take a mental break uh, and watch some sitcom, whether whatever mm. it was, or some comedy, stand-up comedy was huge for me in college because I was, you know, allowing my thoughts to get to me. And I, I was just, I had to escape because I was so stressed about getting a specific uh, grade to pass and to, to, to pass within a specific time that I, I put so much pressure on myself. So to relieve a lot of that pressure, stand-up comedy became one of the biggest mm. um, uh, impacts, uh, influential uh, mediums, I should say, in my life. And it helped. It allowed me to relieve and, uh, uh, you know, not take myself so serious in specific things. Now, that's not going to work in every situation, sure. but for something like that, it was perfect for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was going along with the whole staying active. I know for myself, when I have to cut the grass, that's the time for me to, to free off my mind and just kind of really not think of anything other than focusing on cutting my grass and making it look pretty. That's the only yeah. thing I focus on. I don't, like, I don't have to think about anything else when yeah. I'm doing that. So that's to me, that's always a refresher. Like, that's just no worries. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's one of those yeah. relaxing type. Even though it's like loud and obnoxious because it's a lawnmower, it's gas powered, and whatnot. But yeah. it's still one of those relaxing moments that you have to yourself, and you can think about it whatever you want. And like I said, I don't think about nothing other than my lawn, like how I'm going to do it for the day, for the week. I guess it can be used as a distraction, I guess, too. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I mean, there's other things too, guys. Like there's other uh, mediums. Um, again, these are five simple steps. But yep. what, when I was talking about watching comedy or comic relief in that sense, I know they're, they're, just think about the, the, there's a myriad of things, right? You know, Gabe, we, we talked about in the past or heck, even us as kids, we play video games. Yep. Um, yeah. Just to kind of wind after like a ba baseball or basketball game and ba playing baseball or basketball was active, right? That's considered yep. active. Right, right. And even we come home, take a shower and unwind because you're so, we were so amped up from, you know, the previous activity. Uh, you know, obviously my mom always had some like banging food ready for us to rock and roll. But after that, it was like if you didn't get some homework done, it was kind of wind down time. And we just kind of play a couple of video games or watch TV, whatever, some form of. For us, basically, entertainment yeah. Uh, value. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, it, it kind of allowed you. There's something there that allows you to escape. What you know, um, you know, your own specific situation. Yes. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on the suggestion of keep 
learning. Learning new skills can give you a sense of achievement and a new confidence. So why not sign up for that cooking course, start learning to play a musical instrument, and go figure out how to fix your bike. I love that. Keep learning. What do you guys think? What kind of goes along with kind of what we've always talked about before is like, you know, when you feel like you have such a overwhelming task, like you do, you break it up into small little pieces and it, it makes it more manageable. But like it says here, it makes it, you get that sense of accomplishment that you feel like you're actually yeah. making progress as opposed to this whole thing. Like it's a giant mountain. I'm never going to be able to, you know, climb, but you know, <laughs> take it the one step at a time. You yeah. know, at least you feel like you've actually getting actually little bits in the, to actually what you're trying to do. But it's, but going back to mental health is it's, it feels like, like it says here, you're getting confidence. You're feeling, you get a little bit, little bit better feeling about yourself. Even if you had a crappy day, at least you felt like you've done something for, you know, in, in a positive, um, area for the police for like to you know help you take your mind off like i guess all the negative stuff that's been going on absolutely um heck what do you think keep learning keep learning i mean uh there's nothing wrong you can never learn too much right it's always something that it doesn't matter like you said learn how to cook pick up that cookbook that your mom had sitting around and try to figure out a dish like there's nothing wrong with continuous learning like it's a good thing to learn something you may think you know everything and here someone comes in with the simple simple suggestion or whatever and you're like oh dang you know what i didn't even think of it that way so i mean yeah i don't know i i just say just keep on pushing because you can never like i said you can never you can never go wrong by learning i agree and and if you feel like you're in a rut it's those small things of accomplishment like i remember um how good i we felt they're putting something as simple as a ceiling fan um, up or shoot, have fun putting something, you know, some uh, build it yourself furniture from, you know, a specific big box store. You know, once you're done <laughs> yeah. building those things, you feel like accomplished. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Doing that. Or if you want it yeah. on a small scale, that's maybe not as messy and, you know, um, you know, into one area, go old school with it. Get yourself like a hundred piece puzzle. And, you know, that'll take you about a half hour to an hour. And you put that thing together. I'm serious. You feel better or something. Yeah, absolutely. Being released in your mind that, you know, that that is rewarding that you finish something. Small tasks, yeah. small doable things. Um, and I don't know if that wh whether that falls in uh, keep learning or being active or it's a combination of both. Um, but it's true. I mean, most basic things. I mean, previously I, I picked up a random a uh, uh, piece of paper and realized it was how to play the harmonica in three steps or something like that. Mm -hmm. I then went out the harmonica uh, and I did the three steps. Am I a harmonica player? Absolutely not. But I did something different. It exposed my yeah. mind to fresh. We, we had so much fun. I made literally everyone in my family laugh because how bad it sounded, but it was still funny. But at the same time, it was exciting. and It was something new and fresh. And My sons went to play and they had fun with it. And it was making yourself vulnerable in that sense yeah. and okay yeah. to laugh. Stuff. We just had fun with it. Also, I mean, learning learning doesn't have to be serious either. Like you said, it, you right. had fun learning the harmonica. You know what I mean? Yes, like exactly. It doesn't have to be taken serious. Have fun with it, whether it's going to be something in the long run or just something for the moment. Because even that, like, have fun with it. Yeah, even I think just having goofing around with it, I could have intrigued you to like actually legitimately want to learn how to like play the harmonica. So I was like, right. yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, what are your thoughts on the suggestion of give to others? 
Even the smallest act can count, whether it's a smile, a thank you, or a kind word. Larger acts, such as volunteering at your local community center, can improve your well-being and help you build new social networks. So what do you think about give to others? I mean, I think that that goes, that can go a long way. Because, you know, like you can come around and help someone out and you're not really, you're just helping them out because, you know, you they needed your help, but you didn't realize what type of help they really needed. And you kind of saved them from something being a bigger catastrophe. Per Absolutely. Se. Um, but um, I don't know. You should always, you should always be even just saying thank you or, or when, when you, um, when you're opening the door or somebody opens the door for you, you say thanks to them. And a lot of times people look at you because sometimes people, most of the time, nobody says thank you back anymore for anything. Absolutely. You know I mean, people have a lot of times I've walked up to the door, but they just let the door slam, let it go in my face. and I'm trying to reach for it. <laughs> it's like going nowhere. I'm like, oh, man. So like a lot of times, even that simple little step, it goes a long way. And it's like, you know, take care of other people. Don't You don't have to um, you don't have to be like just selfish and only about yourself. That was like uh, last week. My wife tells me she goes, oh, I was in line for Dunkin Donuts. And I went to go pay, and she said that the lady in front of me paid for my meal or paid for whatever we had gotten. And I was like, okay, so did you pay it forward or, or were yeah. you that person? She goes, no, I actually paid it forward. She's like, I didn't care because I just thought that it was it was a nice gesture. Yeah. She's like, I might have helped that person. I mean, I might be helping out this person that's behind us. Yes. So that she's like, you know, they, they did it for me. I'm going to do it for them. So she paid for the person behind her. So, I mean. Even that just goes a long way. I mean, something when you go up to go pay and say, oh, it's already taken care of from the person in front of you. Like, it's a cool thing. I don't know. Yeah, because that kind of goes along with, like, you like what you said in the beginning. Like, you don't know what people are going through. So, like, they could have scrounged around the last few, you know, quarters to kind of get the, you know, the call or whatever it is they needed. And then you now pay for the whole whatever they wanted. Yeah, no. And, and actually, it's interesting because uh, recently we all kind of got together uh, and, and uh, there was part of an organization that had a giving tree and part of the giving tree was taking some of the ornaments and the ornaments were labeled uh, with some of the items that were needed for, you know, children of need. And, uh, you know, just a way how quickly, how fast uh, the family members uh, responded and uh, just having fun with it and at the same time too, uh, and enjoying that process and just knowing you're helping out someone in need. There was no names. There was nothing labeled in that sense. Um, you know, it, it was just a genuine giving. Um, and, and there was some purity about that. And there was something about giving is like you put yourself in the shoes of others, even though sometimes that thought cannot be fully realized because you truly don't know what someone's going through. But at least a general thought of trying to imagine yourself uh, in that person's shoe it just puts so I get the chill saying it just puts so much um, into the efforts of giving. Uh, it makes it that much more meaningful to mm. you. And it's very powerful. I know us uh, on the crew here, we came together several times to give back to the community and very special, memorable moments we created together. Um, and there yeah. was something about, you know, giving back that you're also helping the community. This is mm. what um, makes the community go round. Uh, you know, there's an old saying that says, oh, money makes the world go round. I think giving back uh, makes the community go round. And I think it's that level of charity, um, thought process, and not just giving back. You can think of helping others. How can I help others? Um, not to say that, you know, oh, well, everyone's not always just asking for money. And, that, and that's what I mean, helping. So 
maybe right. not not be monetary, but they might be in need for something else. Maybe it's something physical. They physically can't go to the grocery store because their car broke down, let's just say. Right. And yeah. you quick trip for them and grab a couple bags of groceries on the way home. No big deal. It's and and that person could have been doing everything just perfectly fine. It just so happens they got kind of trapped. Um, and we all know that uh, many folks got trapped due to uh, the current pandemic yeah. uh, with a lot of stuff and felt somewhat paralyzed that they couldn't do anything or so scared to do things. And it was in those times where, you know, some of the brave were able to, um, you know, in a very safe way, give back or help. Uh, and, and if you think of giving back more as help, I think it's much easier to do. Um, and I think helps grow the community in a stronger sense and because it doesn't limit what you're doing a lot of times people think of giving and uh, during the holiday season well people need help every single day 365 days right. a day. yep. you know what i'm saying and so it doesn't have to be a holiday thing but if you think about it as a helping and you're helping it you will generally feel better about yourself because there's something about that contribution that changes your mindset and makes you feel better yeah absolutely I mean, uh, like earlier today, I was when I was at work, uh, I heard one lady, she was on a Teams call, and I'm like, and I can hear her conversation. I'm like, holy smokes, like this is like high high confidential stuff. Like this shouldn't be this out loud. And I'm like, I ran downstairs and just got a headset. I brought it up to her. I was like, look, listen. I was like, everyone's listening to your conversation. I don't think it's one of those things. She's like, oh, my God, you saved me because I was scared. I was nervous. I was going to get in trouble for it being this loud and this and that. I'm like, oh so then later on that day, she's like, Thank you so much. You made our, you made my team's call go by that much more smoother. I didn't even realize that having a headset with a microphone made everything that much easier and, and, and made the day go by easier without having to worry about people listening. You know what I mean? Mm. Like even something like that where they didn't know they needed it, but they needed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I also think it's the approach, right? I mean, if you're do it in a very unselfish way. And once you start doing it in that sense and you don't do it like it's your job and this is what you get paid to do. Yeah. So to, yeah. Right, right. Genuinely, like, that wasn't a task on your to-do list today. No, you know what I'm saying? At all. Right. So, you went off the cuff, you read a situation, and you provided a solution. And a lot of times that's all it is. And it was something so basic, something very manageable. You didn't completely go out of your way. You didn't break the bank, you know? And and it's, right. it's those things. That's what I always say, low cost to no cost. There's so many things we can do to change the vibrational feel and the frequency of the environment. And one of them is very basic. It's a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil. And just saying some words of gratitude and saying and giving someone a thank you note and giving someone a, a thinking of you note and giving someone a congratulatory note and giving somebody just the most simple uh, uh, recognition and whatever format that looks like that more than likely didn't cost you probably already have that stuff sitting around at your house. Right. And so they say, you know, set, you shoot someone a text, right? Or send someone a text, right? Um, it, there's little things like, hey, just thinking about you. You don't even have to respond. I just wanted to say hello. I hope all is well. Uh, you know, stay safe, stay amazing, love you. Mm. That's it. And That's it. Just, yeah. even though that might not even felt like 100% to you, someone getting that on the receiving and, and if it was very random or whatever, um, you know, nothing triggered it. They're, that's going to make them feel so special and, and care for and you're thinking about them. Um, and so I think it's just very important to think about as in help 
and, and, and encouraging and recognizing and being thankful and, and, and grateful for the people around you. When you truly are thankful, people feel that. Right. And when you go out of your way to recognize or say something to them, not just being cheesy, right? Because we've yeah, all encountered yeah. like, oh, dude, nice tie. Hey, I like your tie too. Mm. It's like you would have never said that I like your tie <laughs> yeah. if I didn't say tie. You know what I'm saying? So it's the genuine, uh, it's the genuine, uh, I guess, like I said before, awareness and, 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 um, recognition that you're giving people. So when it comes to help kind of broaden the, the, the thoughts of, of, of what that means, uh, and giving back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last one is, uh, what are your thoughts on the suggestion of take notice? Be more aware of the present moment, including your feelings and thoughts, your body and the world around you. Some people call this awareness mindfulness, and it can positively change the way you feel about life and how you approach challenges. So what do you guys think about take notice as the fifth step to mental well-being? We're kind of encapsulate everything because it kind of like... Because you have to be aware of like of how you're feeling and to be able to reach out to people, to be able to want to help people to, you know, understand you need to step away for a moment to, you know, get active for a moment. It kind of encapsulates kind of everything that kind of comes before it. And you, but you being self-aware and being, you know, completely like understanding of how you need to deal with things, I guess, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just being aware of your surroundings goes so far. Like, I mean, you could be in a situation where you're looking at someone and you see that they're kind of down, but you don't know how to approach them. So just kind of feel them out by just talking to them and then try to sense out a way how to help them or guide them or show them something. You know what I mean? Like, Like you said, just be there. You got to know that body. You got to be there for them. Know that body language or they all they could have needed was just a hug. Just but you were aware that they're that they were like kind of down in a way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like. So just yep. just pay attention to what's around you. I mean, again, like Jim says, it's, it's the little things that you yep. that you may notice that needs that attention that no one else is really paying attention to, and that that can go such a long way. I love this. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to repeat what you know what you guys are saying, but all these steps are all very important. And listen. There's probably 5,000 more steps we can all take. This isn't an end-all, be-all solution to every single problem. As we mentioned in a disclaimer, which we'll put in again, um, this is not even scratching the surface of uh, what, you know, well-being is or solutions for, you know, a a good mental health. You have to find uh, and seek professional counsel um, for what works best for you. Um, these are just very generalized suggestions. I thought it was a very good way to kick a conversation off and it's more to, you know, reach out to someone and, and just let them know that you're thinking about them, that having these conversations is okay. I want to normalize these conversations, which is why we have a podcast called mental wellbeing, um, because there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of people that won't talk about this kind of thing. Sure. And again, we're, we're, not, we're not the professionals, but we are people who are willing to listen. We're willing to be mindful. 
uh, we're willing to give back, we're willing to help, um, and and all those five steps, and be active, and we're le- we're willing to learn more, right? We're we're willing willing to learn more about the subject. We're willing to learn more about each other, about ourselves, um, and and to be honest, and to be active to that. And those are the whole all five steps. And if you you approach this in a very small, as Gabe said earlier, digestible manner. Um, it's one step at a time and honestly, uh, one day at a time. Um, and, and it's, it's important for you to be in check with yourself and be knowledgeable about yourself. So, uh, with that being said, um, what do you recommend, uh, someone wanting to make a positive shift and change in their life? So final question of the day. Find out what your want is. What do you want? Like, what do you want in life? Like, do you want to better yourself? Seek help to get yourself there if you can't do it yourself. And don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed to seek help for it. There's always someone there to listen. There's always someone there to talk to. Even if you don't want someone to respond, you just want their ear. There's always someone to respond that's going to be there to listen to you. Just take it. Take the small steps. Don't jump all the way in it to kind of make it. Take small steps to figure out what it is that you want to do. Well said, Gabe. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm a broken record when I see saying it, but I was like, surround yourself by good people. It's like, you know, kind of what Heck was saying, like, no matter what you're going through, like, if you have good people around you, you find your want, but you're, they'll be willing to support you no matter what you want to do. So. I love it. Yeah, and uh, obviously for me, it's one of the last, you know, uh, suggestions from the five steps was that mindfulness. Um, know yourself, you know, it's the classic, know thyself, mm-hmm. love thyself, uh, be mindful of what your belief system is. Be aware of that. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people can't even drill down on what their belief system is and what makes them do or think and say the things that they do. Um, look around at who, what, where that's around you. Look at the negative and positive people, places, and things that you're doing, you're going, you're involving with. Um, again, this all goes back to awareness, your perspective, your environment, your mindset. All these things uh, comes back to mindfulness and just having that awareness. Just tap in. I'm not saying you have to make the deepest discoveries life has to offer, but just look into it. And I think once you know how you operate, your belief system, perspective, mindset, you can then now see what will positively affect your mind um, and mindset, and then start reading up on that literature or getting around those people or going to those places. Um, so anyway, there you have it. We'd like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Maya Angelou. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. And the second one is by Dale Carnegie. Happiness doesn't depend on any external conditions. It is governed by our mental attitude. Uh, We want to put a disclaimer, a very important disclaimer out there. This content is not professional advice. I repeat, this content is not professional advice. If you are in need of mental health help and or assistance of any kind, please seek professional counsel. The ideas and topics discussed are only superficial in context and are not all-encompassing and are extremely generalized to simply begin the important conversation and discussion of mental health. I repeat, 
If you are in need of mental health help and or assistance of any kind, please seek professional counsel. Mental well-being. In this episode, the crew talks about their view on mental health. We cover topics that range from our belief system, perspective, environment, our mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Maya Angelou and Norman Dale Carnegie. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.